Let's open our Bibles now to Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. We're not going to read a psalm this morning. We're going to read some extra scripture. In case you didn't read it last night, we'll read it this morning. In case you did read it last night, you're going to get more out of it now. Acts chapter 9. This first service this morning is to remember the glorious conversion of Saul of Tarsus. And how the Lord gave us an example of how He saves men and of His great grace in reaching even the most despicable. Even those that hate Him the most. He saved them and He can save every one of you. And we should never fear. When we come to the Lord Jesus Christ, there's always going to be mercy and forgiveness for those that repent. I want to read to you the first 22 verses of this chapter. I know it's a lengthy reading, but I hope you'll follow along with me as we read this first account in the book of Acts. Let me remind you that the conversion of Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus is in the Bible three times. Acts chapter 9, where Luke records it as part of his history of the Acts of the Apostles. Acts 22, where the Apostle Paul gives it in testimony to his own countrymen when he was captive in Jerusalem. And then in Acts 26, when he stood before King Agrippa, he gave the testimony again. Three times in the Bible. I believe every word of God is pure, and therefore I believe that the emphasis and the repetition is there for our learning. Follow along with me as we read Acts 9. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest, and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand, and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, and neither did eat nor drink. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth, and hath seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, 
Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he hath authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, hath sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales, and he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. And when he had received meat, he was strengthened. Then was Saul certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus. And straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues that he is the Son of God. But all that heard him were amazed and said, Is not this he that destroyed them which called on this name in Jerusalem and came hither for that intent that he might bring them bound unto the chief priests? But Saul increased the more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt at Damascus, proving that this is very Christ. Amen. Amen and amen. Breathing out threatenings and slaughter. His heart was filled with murderous intentions toward the believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was foaming zealot for the cause of Judaism. He was a fanatic against the Lord Jesus Christ. No man hated Jesus Christ more than Saul of Tarsus. He tells us that repeatedly through the New Testament. That he excelled above his countrymen. That beyond measure he persecuted the church of God. He was the greatest single enemy of the church of Jesus Christ in the first century. But the Lord Jesus Christ met him on the road to Damascus. And it doesn't take the Lord long. It doesn't take the Lord long to heal. And it doesn't take the Lord long to convert. He picked that man up. His legs were still churning in the fury of the temperament and personality and strength God had given him. He turned him around 180 degrees and set him down. And he went into Damascus, and as soon as he was given some food to recover his strength, it says, straightway. Immediately, he began preaching Jesus Christ in the synagogues to the consternation of everyone that had known him before. They said, how can this be? This man persecuted those that believed on Jesus Christ in Jerusalem. And the only reason he's in our city is because he's come to take men captive that believe on that name. And he convinced them mightily that Jesus was indeed the Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ chose his greatest enemy to save and to convert him for we to have an example that he can save every single one of us. There should never be a thought that your sins are too great. Your past, too dark. Your foolishness, too much. Because he saved Saul of Tarsus. And Saul of Tarsus became his greatest servant and greatest apostle, though he had been his greatest enemy. And it says that those that heard all these things glorified God in Galatians 1.24. And we ought to glorify God. 
And I hope that before this day is out and this morning is out, that we will respond the same way that Paul did. And these are verses that we're going to read today. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who hath enabled me. The Apostle Paul knew that every bit of his conversion and change was due to the grace of God in Christ Jesus his Lord. Do you know that? Do you know that faith to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God is a gift by the exceeding abundant grace of God? Because if grace was not exceeding abundant toward you, you would not believe, nor would you love. And Paul's going to teach us these things this morning. May the Lord bless the reading of His Word. And may we join together now in prayer and then in singing praise to the name of our Redeemer.